Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Matthew. Today is episode 778. We're looking at Matthew chapter 13, verses 44 through 50. Let's read our passage. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure buried in a field that a man found and reburied. Then in his joy he goes and sells everything he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. When he found one priceless pearl, he went and sold everything he had and bought it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a large net thrown into the sea. It collected every kind of fish, and when it was full, they dragged it ashore, sat down and gathered the good fish into containers, but threw out the worthless ones. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will go out and separate the evil people from the righteous and throw them into the blazing furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. This is the Gospel according to Matthew. Matthew is writing this Gospel, this account of the ministry of Jesus, to convince people that Jesus is the promised one of the Old Testament. Jesus is the one by whom they can have a relationship with God. He's presenting this teaching, preaching, and healing ministry of Jesus, and we're in this section of teaching, this discourse an extended teaching session, and it's called the Parable Discourse. It's a series of eight parables, and they're all about the kingdom of heaven. He's been telling the parables to the crowds, that is, the people who are not followers, but they're interested. And he got into a boat, set himself out a little bit away from the crowd. Apparently his disciples were on the boat with him, and he shared the parable of the sower. Then on the boat, away from the crowd, the disciples asked him privately why he spoke in parables. He explained it to them and then gave them the explanation of the parable of the sower. Then speaking to the crowds again, he gave the parable of the weeds, then the parable of the mustard seed, and the parable of the leaven. Then Matthew gave some comments about Jesus was speaking to the crowd in parables. That was his normal pattern. Then Jesus went away with his disciples privately and gave them the explanation of the parable of the weeds. Now we pick up again with more parables, starting in verse 44. Now the question is, is he speaking to the crowds again or just his disciples? There's no indication in the text of a change in the audience. Then again, we didn't have that earlier when Jesus gave the explanation of the parable of the sower to his disciples in private, then he started telling the parable of the weeds, but it became evident later that he was speaking to the crowds. So there's no indication of a change, but Matthew just made the point that parables was how Jesus spoke to the crowds. That was his custom, to speak to the crowds in parables. Now commentators are split on this. Some say, He's speaking to the crowds again. Matthew didn't say it, but it's obvious that he's speaking to the crowds. Others say there's no change in audience here, so it's obvious he's still speaking to just his disciples. So we could go either way on this. It doesn't change the message to us. So he might still be in private with his disciples in the house, or he might have gone back out of the house and be speaking to the crowds. So verse 44. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure buried in a field that a man found 
and reburied. Then in his joy he goes and sells everything he has and buys that field. I talked about the parallel structure of the parable discourse, this chiasm where the things at the beginning are parallel to the things at the end, and it builds to the things in the middle. The middle was Matthew's comments on why Jesus spoke in parables and the explanation of the parable of the weeds. And the theme there was things are hidden, that Jesus is revealing these secrets that have been hidden, but he's now making known. And the last parable before that was the parable of the leaven, in which the leavening process occurs in secret. Now he's got this secret treasure. And so you have this theme of secrecy here in this middle section. Well, the point's easy enough to see. This is something incredibly valuable. So he finds the treasure, he buries the treasure again, and then goes and buys the field so he can make the treasure his. Now, you can question the morality of what he's doing, but the point is, this is something incredibly valuable, and he's doing everything he can to make it his. And this is like the kingdom of heaven. It's incredibly valuable, and you must pursue it at all costs. Verse 45, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. When he found one priceless pearl, he went and sold everything he had and bought it. Very similar to the hidden treasure, it's something of great value and something to be pursued, to be made the top priority. And so these two parables together, a lot of people like to put them together as just a pair of parables, and you see the parallelism to the mustard seed and leaven pair of parables, two very short parables with a very obvious message to them. And uh, here you have these two short parables with a very obvious message. And so you have that parallelism of the pair of parables, which were parables number three and four. And here are these pair of parables, they're parables number five and six. And it's showing the incredible value of the kingdom of heaven. And you need to give up everything in order to get the kingdom of heaven. Then verse 47. The parable of the dragnet. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a large net thrown into the sea. It collected every kind of fish. And when it was full, they dragged it ashore, sat down and gathered the good fish into containers, but threw out the worthless ones. So this is the seventh parable, the parable of the dragnet. This translation says a large net. Now, the, the Greek is the word sagane. That's actually where we get the word eventually through Latin and Old English, sane, a sane net. And it's the same thing. It's a large net that has floats on the top of it, weights on the bottom of it. And in this scenario, it's placed between two boats. The net sinks down to the bottom, and you drag the net, get a large amount of fish, and then you bring it ashore and drag it up onto the shore. And there it's full of fish. The only place in the New Testament you actually see this word, dragnet. But the point they're making then is the separation of the fish. The good fish and the bad fish. And the bad fish are cast aside. The good fish are kept. This is parallel to the second parable, the parable of the weeds. 
where you have the good seed and the bad seed and the separation of the two crops at the harvest. The bad crop is destroyed. The good crop is received and kept. Here we have an explanation right with the parable. So it's not Jesus speaking aside to his disciples only, unless this is only for the disciples, but you have an explanation in verses 49 and 50. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will go out, separate the evil people from the righteous, and throw them into the blazing furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Again, very similar to the explanation of the parable of the weeds. You have the good fish and bad fish together in the lake, but then when they're brought in in the harvest and separated, you have the destruction of the bad and the keeping of the good. So this is a scene of judgment. He's explaining the kingdom of heaven, showing the incredible value of the kingdom of heaven. It's making a top priority to be part of the kingdom of heaven. They didn't explain how that works yet. He's just saying the kingdom of heaven is something incredibly valuable. And the point following him is how you make the kingdom of heaven yours. Then you have the picture of judgment here in the parable of the dragnet. The angels separating the wicked from the righteous. The righteous going to be part of the kingdom of heaven. And the wicked going to judgment, punishment. All these parables are explaining the kingdom of heaven. Generally, in one form or another, they say the kingdom of heaven is like this. So whether he's speaking to just his disciples or speaking to the crowd, the message is the same for us. These are images, pictures, descriptions of the kingdom of heaven. Something very valuable. Something to be pursued and made the top priority. There's also a picture of the judgment. Those that enter the kingdom of heaven are those that are separated from the wicked. The wicked and the righteous live side by side until the day of judgment. Well, we have one more parable, then we'll finish up the parable discourse. So thanks for joining me. Join me again next time. So we continue working through Matthew.